Well, patience has never been my middle name. And it served me well in business because I get things done. I love to work and get things done, and I don't have much patience for it. Patience is something I've learned as the years have gone on that I need more and more of, especially today. Stay tuned because we're going to talk about patience and what God has to say about it. Welcome to episode 36 of the Well-Versed Woman podcast. I'm Renee Teller. And I'm Teresa Morgan. You see, Renee and I are two perfectly imperfect women that have a heart to share our faith and our life's journeys with you. And we love to share, especially everything about the God we serve. But before we get started, we know we have to plug in to that power source. We have to plug into our creator. So we start every episode the same way by taking 20 seconds to ask you to be still, close your eyes, take some slow, deep breaths, and ask God to speak to your heart today. Here we go. 20 seconds starts right now. That's it. That's 20 seconds. And I just love that time. And I encourage you to take more and more time every single day. Try to make that a habit in this new year. Speaking of new year, I can't believe it's February already. Talk about a lack of patience. I can't wait for much, especially when I'm waiting on God to do something. I feel like patience and trusting And having faith that something's going to happen is very difficult, I think, for all of us, Teresa. You know, Renee, it it sure is. You know, and I think that's part of being human, part of being in this flesh that we walk around in and having to deal with this soul that can be sometimes anxious. And that's what I love about the Christian faith, because God's promises come in and actually do provide the anchor to our soul that the the book of Hebrews talks about. We have the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit that helps us to work out our salvation, helps us to work through this beautiful commodity, if you will, of patience. And there's another beautiful way that God works patience through us. It, It is found in the book of James chapter one, verses one through four. Let's listen to this. It says, count it all joy. When you fall into various trials and temptations, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience and that patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Wow. You mean to tell me, Renee, that when I face various challenges and even we can call them trials, that this is producing for me in a, in a collaboration with the Holy Spirit, that this is actually producing for me patience and character, and that this character that is being produced helps me to be a better conduit for the love of God that's been shed abroad in my heart. Isn't that amazing? Talking about God turning all things around together for our good. So I know, Renee, when I fall into various challenges, 
I look at that through a lens of God's word and I say, you know what? This is going to turn out for my betterment. My character is going to improve. My patience is going to improve. And when that happens, it's not only going to be a blessing for me, but it's going to be a blessing for those that I transact with on a daily basis. It's so true, Teresa. I think about those of us who have lived a few years, and even if we didn't know God, and if you're listening and you didn't walk with God your entire life, you knew and you know that all those trials made you stronger. There's even songs, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, you know, that that people sing. And there's another one I love that I say all the time is, I'm comfortable being uncomfortable is what I say, because exactly what you said, Teresa, when that uncomfortableness, if that's even a word, when that comes, I'm like, oh, (laughs) hallelujah, because I got this. I am so used to being uncomfortable that it's okay because the beauty of what comes out of those times is so wonderful. And it does come when you talked about maturity early on. It does come with maturity and it does come with knowing how much better a person you were made through those trials. And I know so often that at this point in my life, that if I didn't go through certain trials, I would not be who I am today. And probably most importantly, Teresa, I couldn't help people today with what I can help them with because of what I did. And struggle is universal. So you either learn from it and you start to embrace this whole idea or or you don't and you let it take you down, as I say. But it's so funny, I use that word, that this was in the Bible all along. It's something that most of us learn as we walk the earth, that all those struggles and all those difficulties made us such a better person but God said it all along. He said it all along in the scripture you just recited in James. And that is so amazing to me that God said it all along. You know, the Bible says that we're to give thanks in all things. So God is saying, even when you fall into these various trials and temptations, continue to press in with your faith. Continue. And thanksgiving is an expression that we know that we know our God is on the job. So he's not causing the trials to come, but what he's doing is he's working through them and he's bringing a benefit to us. It's sort of like what I understand a gold, right? To refine gold, it goes through an agitation process. There is the gold inherent in it, but through the refining process, What's in the gold comes out shiny and beautiful for everybody to appreciate. Same thing with our character. God knows that the person that is in us, right, can shine forth with a little bit of the agitation that comes from the outside world. He is there to help us to mature that character. You know, the Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by Christ Jesus. That love is in us. It's there. 
and the Holy Spirit is trying to get it through to others. Our character is the outlet. Faith and our character is the breeding ground, the foundation of, upon which love will thrive and grow. So no wonder God wants us to grow up and to be mature because we're a better conduit of his love. Mm, I love that word conduit. It reminds me that I can take my hands off the reins and let God flow through me. So the whole thing we're talking about today is that idea that I say in the morning and that we say in the beginning of this podcast that we need to be still to get the download through us to be the conduit. And I also love the second thing is the thanksgiving that by giving thanks to God in that quiet time, so a lot of my time is spent just being grateful to God for everything in my life, everything that's happening, like you're saying, even the trials, just that attitude of thanksgiving, because what you just said is it's telling God that we know that he is in charge, that he's got this, and that that is what faith is. That is what faith is. We can't see it. We're in a trial, but we're telling him that we believe it anyway. That idea of the evidence of what we hope for, the substance of what we can't see. I can't see it, God, but I'm giving you thanks anyway because of the promise in your word. So that's the full circle of it all, right, Teresa? Yeah, that is exactly correct, Renee. Confident expectation. We talked about it, I believe, last week that our faith is confident expectation that what God said in his word he's going to do. Sometimes we don't know exactly how he's going to do it. And that's the wonderful thing about walking with God is that he always does, as the Bible says in Ephesians, exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can ask or hope or expect for the power of the Holy Spirit that resides in us. So he's a great big God. And when we know he's going to move in our life, it brings peace. It brings patience. And I tell you, I've had people say to me, how can you be so calm through this storm? And I just will, will tell them, a scripture will come up. Well, God is working this out together for my good. So everything that we go through is not for naught, if you will. It has a benefit. It has a benefit to us, and it has a benefit to others. And even more importantly, Renee, it has a benefit to God because he is trying to bring others into the kingdom so that they can be saved. Mm, I love that confident expectation. That's another one for my mirror. If you've been listening, you know I love to, to share that I love to put post-it notes on my mirror to remind me of that. Now, we just talked about it last week, and I know I needed to hear that today, and maybe you did too. So I'm going to take that confident expectation and put it on my mirror, Teresa, because that is part of the patience we're talking about. If I can remind myself to have confident expectation, I'll be more patient. And then as you say, our character grows, and the reason we want all that is to be a better conduit. You talked about how you often hear people say, how can you be so patient? 
I'm not sure I hear that too often. So that's immediately a word to my heart that, yes, that that's a goal of mine. I would like people to say, how can you be so calm? I'm an intense person and I tend to always want to think I'm doing it in my own might. And if I can be calm and have that confident expectation, everything gets better. And as you say, it becomes a benefit to God. He understands our humanness. And I love that part of walking with God, that even though Teresa and I are very different and we have different characteristics and strengths, God is just as patient with me to grow and to be and to become where he wants me to through the help of others. Again, that's why we have this podcast to share these kinds of things. We're all very different and being in a community makes all the difference, Teresa. It sure does, Renee. You know, when I'm in a trial and a challenge, I can link arms with you. When you're in a trial and a challenge, you link arms with me. And it's through our faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. So the recipe for obtaining God's precious promises in his word is faith and patience. So this patience thing, if you will, this virtue, right? Patience is a virtue is so inherently important when we're waiting for God's promises to manifest in our life. You know, we saw in the book of James, how James described it, but Paul also describes it in the book of Romans, chapter five, verses three to five. The Bible says, and I'm going to, I think I'm going to start in verse one, Romans chapter five, verse one. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance or patience and let perseverance, character, and character hope. Isn't that amazing? So again, we see how James described it. And now we see how Paul describes it in the book of Romans. And they're both saying the same thing, that patience produces endurance. And through that enduring process, our character grows. And in that process, we obtain the promises of God. Isn't that beautiful? It is beautiful because it's motivation for me and all those like me to be patient. You know, I often look at my patience is going to result in something not getting done, something not happening, an outcome not not coming to fruition. But this says, no, no, Renee, if you're patient, it will produce endurance and endurance, perseverance. Is that the next one, Teresa? It sure is, Renee, in perseverance character. So what a beautiful thing. I would write those down. Renee would write those down as as remembrance and motivation for me to be patient. Because if I remember that patience will produce endurance, endurance, perseverance, and perseverance will grow my character, now I'm motivated to be patient. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. It absolutely is. 
in this day and age, you know, like the Bible says in Ephesians, you know, God does not want us to be tossed to and fro by every wind and trickery and doctrine of men, right? He wants us to be stable and secure, and he wants his word to come in like a flood and do exactly what it says in the book of Hebrews, that it's an anchor to our soul. And I know in these times, you know, especially in the United States, we've had such political upheaval that, you know, for the most part, I'm sailing stable, secure, and confident, not in man, because mankind can make mistakes. Mankind is infallible, every single one of us, but God is not infallible. He's perfect in all of his ways. And when I put my trust in him, I know that all is right in my life. What Teresa really meant was mankind is fallible. Oh, there I was, Renee, being infallible. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, Teresa. Well, I think this has been amazing. And I know that I'm going to have a lot more patience going into this month of February. I can't believe it's the second month of the year. Stay tuned, stay with us, develop your practice of spending time with God, whatever way you can, however you can fit it into your life, listening to podcasts while you're driving. There's apps on your phone galore and uh, just stay in the word because Teresa, what is our favorite scripture of this podcast? Absolutely. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much. We love you. We're so glad you tuned in today. And we have a community, we talked about that today, called the Well-Versed Woman Facebook group. Please ask to join that group. We'd love to have you. You can ask us questions in there. You can share with other women just like you. We also want to give you a Well-Versed Woman journal. If you rate and review this podcast, hit the subscribe button and send it in to us. We will send you in the mail an actual Well-Versed Woman journal so you can keep good notes. And speaking of notes, we have listed all the scriptures for every podcast in the show notes of that podcast. So when you're on your favorite platform, usually there's a more button or you can scroll down. And if you keep following the thread, you'll eventually get to the show notes. You can print them out. And as I like to say, stick them on your mirrors so that the word of God becomes real and alive to you every single morning. We'll see you next week. Bye now.